What's up? This is Dryden from Alien Ant Farm. 25% of Alien Ant Farm. And you're listening to The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week we are scratching the itch to get weird. We had a, a thing going early in the podcast where we would kind of try to slide Weird Al references in as many episodes <laughs> as possible. We kind of let it slide, and he hasn't really made too many cameos since then. We've also never done a whole episode about him, so today is the day for that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I have never seen Weird Al until about a month ago. It's been uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since we've uh, tried to record this episode as well because <laughs> of all the craziness that we've done with all the concerts and interviews and other things but uh i mean low-key we were just sitting on this because it felt less time sensitive than some of the other things we wanted to put out yeah but now is the time <laughs> yeah i had no idea that you had not seen weird Al. you've been a huge fan of him for as far as long as i've known you yeah <laughs> yeah i've been a huge fan since i was four years old 1988 <laughs> oh Wow, he remembers remembers the year like I don't remember shit from 1988. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold up. What? What Weird Al songs do you remember from being four years old? <laughs> I gotta know. Lasagna, eat it. Um, okay, you know. So your parents those. used Weird Al to get you to to convince you to eat stuff when you were a child. <laughs> That's how they. Casey was a finicky at one point. Has anyone had to ever convince you to eat shit? Like, are you no. kidding me? No. <laughs> I just imagine baby Casey running around singing la lasagna. And it would be great. <laughs> yeah. My Aunt Liz was a, a big fan. And uh, also, when we were younger, there was a radio station called Fun Radio. Yes. They played a lot of Weird Al, too. So. Fun Radio was kind of, my recollection, it was like, so Weird Al got his start on Dr. Demento, who was like a, a radio DJ guy who was famous for yeah. just playing oddball, you know, novelty songs. And yeah. my recollection was Fun Radio was basically that. It was basically like Dr. Demento. More or less. But all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss it. That's where I heard Fish Heads and that one uh, Star Trek in. And the, uh, yeah, and then... Uh... King Tut and King Tut, uh, Steve Martin, yeah. <laughs> and uh the uh I forget what the official name of it was, but it was the the drive through thing where the guy's like, I want a double cheeseburger, onion rings, yes. and a large orange drink. Wah, wah, yes. wah, 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 wah. No! Onion rings. <laughs> he like, goes crazy by the end of it or something. Yeah. <laughs> he runs over the drive through speaker box because he can't understand it. <laughs> oh man, I gotta find all this. Yeah. Is this, you said this was an FM station? Yeah, it was called Fun Radio. Fun yeah. Radio. I forget what the I forget what the actual station numbers were, but my mom definitely did not let me listen to that one. <laughs> I'm about to look up WFUN right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what the call letters were. W, WFUN. Yeah. Well, WFUN <laughs> still exists, but now it's an R&B station. Oh, <laughs> it's not so fun. <laughs> Less fun radio. Not as fun as it was then. Oh, man. No, that just you just brought back some hit a memory real hard right there. 
I'm having was a hard a time. National syndicated radio station too, or was this just like local? No, I think it was. I think it was local. Um, I truly don't know. I'm all curious. I think. It, I mean, part of it might have been syndicated with other stuff, but thought I was very versed in St. Louis radio, and you just blew my mind here. <laughs> like, <sorry. laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I remember calling in and requesting Weird Al stuff all the time, and actually, one of the one of the DJs um, said my name on the radio, and they're like. Casey Adams, what a great stage name. Like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) I did the same to KC where they just like would block me. (laughs) (laughs) Just listen to the station for two more hours and you'll hear your song you want to hear again. Yep, exactly. I I found something here. Um, Okay, WXJO. It was a children's radio station in the late... 80s called the imagination station which i remember that too yes yes and then uh in summer of 91 they changed it to being called fun radio and then they actually changed the call sign to wfun in 92 and i'm trying to find all that sounds accurate yeah it doesn't the the internet doesn't give me too much more information than that like what they played or anything like that but I'm glad that there is at least some evidence that we're not just making up this memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I fully remember that it existed because I listen to that shit all the time. That's what I'm talking about. That was a great detour. <laughs> Sometime we're going to do a whole like episode on just weird novelty songs and see how many of these we can remember. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. We haven't had we haven't really had time to do an episode that goofy for a while because we started moving almost exclusively into interviews and concert reviews and album reviews. Yeah. But once in a while, you got to play a game or do something silly. <laughs> Speaking of silly. So you finally got to see weird Al. Yeah. And I, in the year of our Lord, 2022. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, it's funny cause I've wanted to see him forever and I kind of regret not seeing him, you know, 10, 15 years ago, but it just it never matched up whenever he was here. Either I was out of town or I didn't have enough money to buy tickets or, you know, just snags happened all the time. But um, now with, uh, you know, with him getting up there in age and you don't know how long artists are going to keep going. And, and then with, you know, COVID and everything else, it's just like, you know what? Screw it. I, I need to go. So I, I got two tickets and, and took my mom and, and uh, <laughs> it was funny because it was yet again, another day where it downpoured like hours yeah. before the show. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, this is going to get canceled <laughs> <I'm gonna> <laughs> out again. But it cleared up a couple hours before the show that actually yeah. kind of played into a, a thing later on. So we get down there and this happened at the, the Chesterfield amphitheater, which I, I had never seen a show at this particular venue, but it's basically a mini Riverport more or less. Nice. With better seats. I, I splurged and got actual seat seats. Yeah, uh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we waited in line. They delayed the show by like a half hour because of the rain, I think. So the line, like they block off sections of the the road, the amphitheater surrounded by like two or three separate parks in Chesterfield. Mm-hmm. So 
they block off this road and a line starts and then it wraps all the way around this other part of the park and then it goes it snaked this huge long ass line and thankfully we got there early enough to where we didn't have to wait entirely in the, in the length of the line they delayed the uh open by about a half hour and then um so my mom and i were in line where this lady tells us if you have seats you can come through me and i'll scan you in and you can go in we're like cool so we scan and start walking down there and we get down to our seats and the lady says do you have a wristband we're like no like well you need to you need to have a wristband in order to to be down in this area we're like are you fucking serious so <laughs> we we walk back up and find the guy that has the wristband the lady that scanned our tickets said no mention of needing a wristband and she's just like all right have fun yeah <laughs> so, get in the concert get out of my way yeah right you got a line but, apparently a, a snake line around the building here right, right. you said it yourself just get more yeah. concerns yeah <laughs> so but we got the wristband that was that was no problem we walked back down find our seats <laughs> i want to before i get into the the actual show um so it was funny these two guys in front of us that eventually showed up i don't know why they did this they they thought i guess they thought they needed to bring lawn chairs like everybody that was in the lawn brought some sort of chair to sit on so these guys walk down with lawn chairs and then like start to set them up and then realize that there's actual seat seats in front of them and then they were like confused and i'm like i've never seen someone bring a lawn chair to a seat seat it's usually your ticket says that doesn't it It usually says you're a seat yeah well and it's yeah it said section you know up left center blah 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 up you know seat seat two number yes yeah seat row g seat 17 you know (laughs) even even when i went to the cardinals game like i sat in the bleachers it still had a seat number right right Normally, the if you if you need a chair, it says lawn, and that's yeah. your that's your indicator that you need to bring a a lawn chair. <laughs> and usually, you don't need to bring one anyway, because you know, just just rent one. Like seriously, I'm, I'm right. Start bringing lawn chairs to all the concerts I go to. Yeah, but <laughs> next time at the Red Flag, <laughs> honestly, if they allowed it, I would definitely do that at Red Flag. You're just gonna see. <laughs> I'm gonna just start bringing <laughs> camping chairs. Yeah, we're totally doing that. Like, can we do that? Like, uh, it's a fire hazard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. Yes. <laughs> And Aaron saw the original version of this tour. So, yeah. So it's it's funny you mention how you don't know how long certain artists are going to be active and whatnot. And so you want to go see them while you can. So like Weird Al has, even as he gets up. Sorry, let me find out how old he is. He'll be 63 in October. Okay. So Weird Al, even as as he is, you know, entered his 60s, um, has maintained a reasonable live show schedule over the years like he usually still does 
Yeah. Uh, if you look over the past decade, anywhere, you know, 50, 60, 70 shows a year. And they're very uh, energetic. And there's a lot of like costume changes and stuff like that. Yeah. So in 2018, because he's playing all these, you know, famous parodies and stuff. In 2018, he decided, I'm getting old and I'm tired. And what I want to do is I want to sit down on the stage, not yeah. have to run around like a maniac and change costumes. And I want to play my originals. Because if you notice, know how his albums are made up. They're kind of a combination of parodies of famous songs and what's called like a style pastiche, which means the song sounds like it's by a certain artist, but it's not a particular song by that artist. Right. And most of those songs are not the ones you typically find in his set list. So Correct. hence the title yeah, in 2018, the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. Suppose the story that he tells, whether it's just part of the shtick or true is, you know, he told his management and what the, whatnot that that's what he wanted to do. And they told him it was a bad idea and he went through with it anyway. And so it's this cool opportunity for him. And then also for a lot of songs that never get played live at his shows before to get a chance to be played all the way through his entire discography. He plays stuff from those early albums that Casey knew as a four-year-old. Yeah. And so this has to be a lot of fun for Weird Al. And then for whatever reason here in 2022, he decided to bring it back with the unfortunate return. And so he's doing it again. He liked it so much that he's doing it. And he's straight up. I don't know if what if he did this for you and uh, you don't, I, if you don't remember, that's fine. But he's, he said flat out, he's like, all right, for those of you that are going to be bummed out, I will tell you now, this is not the normal <laughs> weird out yeah, yeah. show. <laughs> He's like this. If you're expecting certain things, I'm sorry, that's not this tour. So <laughs> he does. Which, he, yeah. he does one thing to humor, kind of the, you know, the typical expectation of a Weird Al show towards the end, which I'm sure you'll get to. Yeah, but yeah, but and also it's part, even that's a joke because it's like if you're going to this, you probably know Weird Al enough and could right use context of the title of the tour and all the advertisements to understand that you're getting into something different, <laughs> but right. Nonetheless. So how, how did it go? What was some, uh, what were some of your impressions? Well, so uh, when you saw him, did you also see emo Phillips open up for him? Interestingly, emo opened for that tour and this one. <laughs> I, I didn't love him. <laughs> yeah. I'll get into that a little bit here. Emo Phillips has been a friend of Weird Al for years. He was originally in UHF as a, a character in that. He chops off his his thumb during a okay, yeah, <laughs> during a little demonstration. Emo Phillips is a stand up comedian. For context, for anybody who doesn't know, yeah, his comedy is a little dark, and his his style is like really a high pitched voice and like slow methodical uh, pacing delivery, of his yeah. delivery. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, I enjoyed his set, but what kind of sucked overall was since his delivery was so slow, the crowd kind of flustered him a couple times. So then he took like extra long to get to the joke uh. and to the punchline. So it, it dragged and then it dragged longer and longer and longer. And then once Weird Al started playing, 
towards the end of his set, he's like, well, we have a curfew here, unfortunately. So blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, man, I would have much rather cut 15 minutes off of Emo Phillips' set and heard yeah. two or three more Weird Al songs. My but. my only recollection, like, I, I remember, like, occasionally chuckling. I thought he was, this is an interesting thing to say. I did think he was a little too dark for a Weird Al. But even though if you pay close attention to Weird Al's songs, some of it's pretty dark and messed up anyway. Which, um, which, he's, which he referenced that himself in, yeah. in between songs, but yes. I, I do recall Emo having a few moments at the show that I saw uh, where he got groans instead of yeah. laugh, which yeah. I don't think you really want that generally as a comedian. No. And so I mean, clearly the guy's <laughs> had a long enough career that he must be doing something right. But I can't say that. And I do appreciate Weird Al having an actual just flat out stand up comic come tell jokes instead of like a musical artist or just yeah. or just by himself. When I saw him years and years ago with my family, it was just Weird Al. He doesn't need openers and things like that. So I thought it was kind of cool that he decided this more intimate set, he would have one of his friends come kind of warm up the crowd for him. Right. Like I said, he's been a friend of Weird Al for years. So he's And Weird Al even said, he's like, if you would have told me, you know, 30 years ago that I'd be stuck on a bus with Emo Phillips, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, yeah, that sounds about right. oh weird al he's always subversive (laughs) but yeah i i can't remember exactly how the the joke went but one of the one of the more funny slash disturbing jokes that that he told was like what are the three things that are disturbing about your sister and then he paused and he says her nipples and then that was all he said So his sister apparently has three nipples, according to the joke. Well, per the joke, yes. <laughs> okay. That, yeah, I could, I can think of multiple reasons why that would be disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to know that would be disturbing if it were true. But <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Enough about. So that's your emo Phillips style of humor <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah. If you want to go see him sometime, that's what you can expect. Uh, <laughs> I want to note something really cool. So. Something I thought was kind of interesting. First of all, I thought it was funny. We were talking beforehand here. I saw Weird Al on this tour at the Pabst Theater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin in April of 2018. I literally drove straight from work in Chicago to Milwaukee that night and made it like just in time for Emo to go on. <laughs> and it was just one of those. He had a show at the Vic in Chicago like a couple of days earlier, but it sold out. And I really wanted to see this set for some reason Yeah, and decided Milwaukee's like an hour and a half away. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. I went and saw him. I drove back the same night. Like the whole experience was fine. It just was not something that is like normally what something I would do. <laughs> right. How many hours of a drive is that? It's about an hour and a half e- oh, both ways, either way. So about three hours of total driving. In fairness, I used to drive about that much just to get to and from work anyway. So it wasn't all that big a deal. Yeah. But it was a hot mess when I first moved to Chicago. I don't even want to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> But I was going over our set lists and something that's really cool between your set list and mine, mine had 23 songs that are broken down per set list anyway, and yours had 21. So more or less the same length of of set. More or less. I think I came up with, let me see here, one, two, three, four, five 
songs that were the same between the two of us. And then they both had drum solos, if you want to count that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, they probably weren't the same. Awesome. They probably weren't the same drum solo. Probably so, yeah. slightly different drum solo. But I love that we we saw this this thing, and, and I was just looking through the other current set list and the ones Josie's played throughout September, and the set list is different every night. Like there's some there's plenty of songs that overlap, but he at, at minimum changes up the order like literally every night. I'm yeah. looking through this and I can't find one where the set list is identical. I think that's right. awesome. I love when bands when artists do that. Yeah, I noticed. I, I looked at both set lists, and I noticed you saw the uh, biggest ball of twine in Minnesota was way earlier in your set, and I would have, I would have rather got that one out of the way uh, earlier. You, on know, <laughs> you got to open with one of my favorite Weird Al's, which is his his take on Ben Folds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it featured Ben Folds in the original, which is a song called "Why Does This Always Happen to Me." Yeah, um, which I think is one of the funniest most awful songs that he's ever written <laughs> it, it's functionally this guy seeing and hearing terrible things happening all around him and then something very minor happens to himself and he's bemoaning how life is so unfair to him right despite the comparison being uh incredibly minimal what he's going through you got that one right at the beginning i got that one a few tracks in that was one of the ones we had in common yeah um the one one song that you got to see that I was bummed that we didn't hear was Alsuya. We did. That's his that's his rage <laughs> against the machine song Which, that we've played on the radio a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, we have. I uh I was curious to hear how that would sound with the lounge singing style. That's generally what most of these songs were was an alternate slower loungier version of all the songs yeah the one thing i wanted to ask because i did watch a couple of your videos and stuff is i I didn't see the keyboard or piano is this off to the side or it see i i couldn't get a good shot of ruben valtiera the the keyboardist um there was a pole in the way so Ah. i couldn't i couldn't really get a good shot so i just didn't bother trying <laughs> there was a po- there was a pole and then there was like a giant speaker set up so i i couldn't get a, a good vantage point of of ruben but uh the rest of the members of the band um uh, which i guess we could talk about them a little bit too uh yeah you have uh john bermuda schwartz has been with weird Al since like 1980 <laughs> he's a lifer yeah he he actually had COVID um, and he was like stuck in a hotel room in Kentucky for two weeks. And I believe our show was like the first or second show that he did back. And uh, he had a giant, like lately in concerts, we've seen like these weird shields, like for the drums. And I think that's part of like the sound and stuff, but no, this was like a giant plexiglass barrier, like partition thing that, like he was surrounded by and i think it was to just try to keep everyone as safe as possible because he literally just had covid so they got this dude up in a fishbowl yeah basically (laughs) so (laughs) so you have john bermuda schwartz on drums and then you have steve J on bass you have jim west on guitar and then ruben i believe is the quote-unquote newest member of the band and he joined him i believe in like 1991 
So they've been together for a long ass time. Yeah, that's that's super long. And you can tell when you when you hear them. <laughs> yeah, and they are all fantastic. Like they vocally, they all sound the same as they did thirty plus years ago, and it's it's just insane. Something I think you got to note when you're seeing Weird Al live. It's one thing to hear it on the album, but live, I think, is a whole another thing. Keep in yeah. mind that this is a man. Every track is a different style. Yeah. And so to have a band that can shift from sounding like The Doors to sounding like Cake, you know, to yeah. sounding like Nelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All yeah. in a matter of minutes and doing them all really well. And is, not even find, incredibly impressive. Yeah, and not even that, when we get to the finale, he does a barrage of snippets of songs, like a yeah. like the polka, but not it's not not a polka, it's just his stuff. But and he rapid fires little snippets of all these songs. It's crazy. And to be i compare it again, I, I compare I bring this person up a lot, but it's Again, similar to like Ann Wilson, he literally sounds exactly the same. Like it's it's crazy mm. that he's he sounds so good, and it sounds just like. I mean, it's a different style, but vocally, he sounds exactly the same as if it was on the record. It's just a testament to how good he is as a musician. All of them, really, yeah. You kind of hinted at this um, with the, you know, saying you kind of wish you could have gotten biggest ball of twine in Minnesota out of the way. I think if you go to a regular Weird Al show, you know, you know the big hits that you're probably going to get. Whereas if you go to this one, even jokingly, this is why it would be, quote, ill-advised, is because half of his set list is stuff that people have probably forgot about unless they are, like, hardcore right. fans. Like, yeah. I saw... I saw him play tracks like Velvet Elvis and Midnight Star, stuff I barely even remember. And I've paid attention to this guy since I was a little kid as well. So yeah. did you get did you find that there was a few of those in there too where you're just like, I didn't I didn't need to hear this, even though it's cool that he's enjoying himself doing it? <laughs> no, really, really the biggest ball I mean, and not that I dislike the song, it was just to hear that song at the end, like we literally heard that that was the last song before the encore. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the biggest ball of Twine in Minnesota is a long, long song, which the, the people were screaming for like Albuquerque and, and some of the other long songs that he has, which that's just crazy. (laughs) That's just crazy to write a song. That's nine minutes long. That has, a barrage of lyrics that you have to commit to memory and perform it night after night after night. That's just insane. But I'd probably pay just to see, just to see Weird Al perform Albuquerque. If that was the only <laughs> song, it would still, I would still go. <laughs> it's one of the greatest things I've ever heard. That's one of my favorite songs that he did <laughs> off of running with scissors. Cause he still had um, lyrics sheets in the booklet and for albuquerque it gives like the first paragraph and it's like well sorry we ran out of room uh good luck good luck remembering the rest of the song <laughs> um some of my favorite tracks that that we got to hear is um one more minute is always 
been a favorite and it it fit perfectly with the loungy style that was an overlap uh, we both got one more minute that's yeah it's a classic uh, you don't love me anymore is a similar similar vein of one more minute, but that's a that's also a classic. I didn't get that one, and I'm jealous that you did. <laughs> you, you don't love me anymore is is I think a top fiver of all Weird Al songs. Yeah, it, it may be his funniest song to me. Yeah, just a song about his his ex that basically cheated on him in a bunch bunch of different ways or tried to kill him or, you know, (laughs) he keeps picking up on these subtle hints that she might not be into the relationship anymore. (laughs) Most of those subtle hints are her trying to murder him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You poison my coffee just a little each day. Just a little. (laughs) (laughs) You got that one. And then the song after that, you got, I'm jealous of too. You got Frank's 2000 inch TV, which is their, their REM take. Um, It's just about a guy who has an enormous television and he's the envy of the whole town. And so, (laughs) right. That was, that was great. I, since we, a shout out to Lauren of the, the Beard Owl podcast where we, Aaron and I did the Alapalooza album, which Frank's 2000 inch TV is on. And uh, so when we heard that, I I had a big smile because that was just (laughs) nice to hear after doing a deep dive on the album. I know I, there's there's one more I saw on, on your set list that I'm very happy that you got to hear and I wish I'd got to hear on mine. And that was I Remember Larry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, you know that one? Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes, I remember, remember, remember. No. It's, from, it's from Bad Hair Day and, and yeah. I won't spoil the, the punchline, but it's about this guy he used to know who was just a great prankster. Oh, I remember Larry and all these these pranks that he pulled on people. And we'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> but it's a fantastic song. It sounds like it was a 311 concert in the sense that, you know, <laughs> you kind of mentioned it. Like you played, they, he played a whole bunch of stuff that like you maybe didn't necessarily want to hear, but it was nice to hear if you're a huge fan of him. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's the risk you take. We've talked about that, you know, with what Dan calls the 311 thing before, where it's like, it's on one hand, it's neat to get to go to a show and know that you're going to get something different that you haven't seen before. On the other hand, what comes with that is that you're probably going to get a handful of things you don't care about hearing as well. <laughs> yeah. And to kind of go further with this tour, it was definitely a lot more stripped down version with, with a lot of it being the lounge singer style. Like Aaron said earlier, it wasn't the animated weird owl with the, the, leg kicks and the playing the accordion like he still played the accordion but he didn't play it like all animated and that's what i was gonna ask because like i didn't see the accordion in your videos at least maybe i might have skipped it i don't know well and so i (laughs) at the very beginning of the show they this guy comes out and he's like are you excited to see weird al and he's like all right (laughs) no no photos or videos of any kind to be done at the show at this time and i'm like are you fucking kidding me and then, <laughs> <laughs> so i start taking some photos and some videos and the person that said hey you don't have a wristband came up behind me and like didn't you hear the thing at the beginning of no no videos or no nothing I'm like oh sorry i thought that was a joke <laughs> so so then i, I yeah I I, it was a joke yeah <laughs> 
So I uh, sneakily uh, took a couple of videos with her not looking my direction. So, okay. ah, such a rebel. <laughs> Hey, I, I had to get some video evidence. Yeah, <laughs> I took a few at my show, but they were trash. I mean, I think the internet will do that job for you. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think you've been okay, but it is funny <laughs> that yeah. you decided to go for it anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it was it was a good long set. I mean, the man doesn't disappoint. He will give you your money's worth out there. I know. I might as well throw us out there since we went most of the way through this already. Uh, the overlapping songs we both saw in our set list, uh, Biggest Ball of Twine, Why Does This Always Happen to Me, One More Minute, uh, Nature Trail to Hell, Yep, that's one that, that he's a fan of. <laughs> yeah, And then um, we both got to hear, it's interesting, if you go to set list, the version from 2018 of uh, Dare to be Stupid is listed as the, quote, Grateful Dead version, Yeah, and then the 2022 one's listed as the Lounge version. I don't recall what that one sounded like, per se. It may be the same arrangement more or less just somebody put it in with a different kind of name but either way it was different than the you know 80s right synth style version yeah, yeah. and in in our show he, he which who knows if this is true or not I, i'm i'm sure if i looked it up i could figure it out but he he's like i met these two guys talking to about jim and steve on a on a cruise ship they were lounge singers and and they're like, hey, can we be a part of your band? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so then then they they're like, and this is the song that that made us want to do that or whatever. And then he bust out, dare to be stupid, the lounge version. It's like, I that's a stretch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably because he's just making up stories. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> it's weird out weird out canon. Like, here's the fictional version of all of Backstory, this. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> He's re- just a ridiculously likable person. Yes. And um, it was it your mom's first time seeing him as well, I presume yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think that's great. If she, saw, if she saw him before me and... <laughs> it would have been a problem in the family. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, what the hell? How come I'm not going to this? <laughs> thought you loved me, mother. <laughs> yeah, no, she enjoyed herself. Um, one of her personal favorites was uh, always "Smells Like Nirvana," mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he he played that in the the giant medley at at the end as one of the the songs, and <laughs> that was hilarious in of itself. So he played Amish Paradise into "Smells Like Nirvana" into white and nerdy into word crimes into Yoda. And then halfway through Yoda, they start doing this like Gregorian chant thing. Oh gosh. And, and, and then it, it breaks off and they start doing, he did uh, the lion sleeps tonight and like other weird snippets (laughs) of other songs. And it, it was crazy. It lasted like 10 minutes long. And, and then it, ended and you thought it was the end and then they bust out the rest of yoda to finish it off it was like what the hell did we just watch it was it was nuts it's really cool if you go look up the the, um the set lists so to touch on what casey was just saying like i mentioned earlier he does the you know the one thing to humor your basic fan so he puts a whole bunch of his biggest parody hits into a medley at the end of the show so you got that one. Mine had like Eat It and Lost on Jeopardy and uh, 
Amish Paradise. Yeah, Amish Paradise smells like Nirvana. What do we see here? White and Nerdy. Uh, Rocky Road, Like a Surgeon. He went really into the 80s ones on that one. Yeah. And then another cool thing that they do is on each of these shows on this tour in 2018 and 2022, he does a cover, like a straight cover. Yeah. Not even a parody. Right. Um, and as best I can tell, just from skimming around, looking at different set lists from the tour, it's actually a different cover every single night. Yeah. At, at least almost every single night. I'm, I've clicked at least 10 different set lists and not seen a repeat yet. And it was funny, too, because he's like, all right, we're going to do one cover. What do you want to hear? And then the crowd, you know, blurts out 20 different things. And right. Then, <laughs> and then he's like, all right, we're going to do this one. And then he I, I mean, I, I'm sure they already picked it out. But you got well, I got an actual polka like a it's called yes. the beer barrel polka. And yes. I don't know. I don't remember, you know, because Weird Al and his, and his father was a polka player. And so that's kind of his like bread and butter and how he got into the whole thing. Um, but this is like an actual polka that I presume he like learned when he was younger. Yeah. Uh, it's probably very famous in that genre. I don't know much about polka outside from Weird Al, but. That was the one thing that bummed me out a little bit was we didn't get, we didn't get the straight polka, like upbeat accordion Weird Al ex- experience. Cause he really, he really didn't do that in any of these songs that they did because uh we got uh glad all over um the dave clark five and uh that wasn't really a polka it was just a straight song so that was a little disappointing but he sounded great so i couldn't (laughs) complain too much okay so okay i'm looking this up now i have to find out occasionally he'll repeat but not often weird alice played on record at least 99 shows this year um and by my count here, he's performed about 45 to 50 different covers. That's, That's pretty impressive. Crazy. He's covered <laughs> Smash Mouth, uh, Jenny, American Woman, Foxy Lady, God Save the Queen, Psycho <laughs> Killer, <laughs> uh, Blister in the Sun, so uh, Do I Diddy. <laughs> I, want, I just I want a whole album of just Weird Al and his band doing normal covers. That sounds right. fantastic. <laughs> right. Give us a, a quadruple album. Yeah, just all of this stuff. <laughs> Suffragette City, Tootie Fruity. Yeah. <laughs> you can call me Al. Oh, come on. He should do that one every night. <laughs> Paul Simon out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can call me Al. So yeah. cool. I had no idea. This is, I'm learning just like doing research and listening to what you're saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. So man, you got, you just really have to appreciate this man as he gets into these stages of his career where he's not even releasing like albums for not, not anymore. Really. He, I think, been a while. What I think what he said anymore is he's just going to release a single when he has it. And then they might make an album out of the singles after a while. But yeah, it was a, it was a great night. And I'm really glad that I was able to see him finally. It was awesome. Uh, my mom really enjoyed herself as well. She she's just like he's just they're just such geniuses up there. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other Weird Al news and tidbits that are about to happen. You know, there's uh, what do you call it? Biopic, biopic. Oh yes, we may be doing another episode about Weird Al. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The Weird Al Yankovic movie coming out in, I think, November. November 4th, I think it is, on Roku yeah. channel. Yeah. 
and the trailer is bonkers and it looks absolutely as ridiculous as you would hope a movie about Weird Al would be. Right. <laughs> Starring Harry Potter. <laughs> right. <laughs> Starting with that. Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> playing Weird Al and Weird Al playing the executive who I believe signs himself. Yeah. In the film. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, and they did the smart thing of uh, just having Weird Al do the the actual songs, and then Daniel uh, lip syncing. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I was like, man, if he's trying to sing like Weird Al, that's gonna sound weird as hell. And no, then they I, just I heard, yeah, I heard the trailer, and it's just Weird Al's voice doing it. And I'm like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Thank God. And it's funnier to see. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So is this a movie? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. It, it's portrayed as like this biopic, you know, about his career and life and stuff, but it's definitely not a we're trying to stick to the facts thing. It's like a very fictionalized version of it. Yeah, okay, that's that's kind of funny. If you uh, watch the trailer, he even like makes out and quote unquote makes out with Madonna. Madonna, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what the hell? And then yeah. basically, they try to portray it as yeah. Weird Al is like one of the cleanest like yeah probably most wholesome people ever and they try to portray it like he's had this like crazy tabloid cocaine life yeah that he definitely did not have <laughs> and then the 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 manager guy's like i think madonna's a bad influence on you <laughs> <laughs> so that that trailer is bonkers so i'm sure the, I'm really the movie is yeah i'm sure the movie is just as crazy Here's open. Maybe we'll cover it. We'll at least be talking about it on the socials. If you're not following us there, we highly recommend it. It rocks on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we have a lot more to say about music in all of those places. Yeah. So I have a question for you because while with Weird Al, I would expect medleys, but like when certain other bands do it, for instance, Breaking Benjamin did a cover medley. Yeah. Uh, one, one, one of the last times I saw them live. And I'm not going to lie, like with Weird Al, like I said, I would expect it. So that one that would, wouldn't bother me. But like, I'm not a fan of seeing concert medleys. Like, I, I honestly can't stand it. I can't stand when they don't play like their full song. It drives me nuts. Yeah, that that's that's what sucks when when bands play like little snippets of stuff like that, because then you just want to hear the rest of the song. Exactly. And, gonna... and then they don't play it. <laughs> this is a super vague teaser, but. You're going to hate the report I give on one of the artists I saw at Riot Fest then. <laughs> we'll talk more about that in a future episode. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. I mean, I, I could see some cases where it might make sense if you're, you know, just a band that's been around forever. Basically, if you're in Weird Al's situation where you're like, we have the people want to hear this, but we don't have room for everything. Maybe we merge a couple things together. Maybe a breaking management. That to me is just weird. It just reminds me of somebody like changing the radio station when you're in the middle of a good song. Like, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> going through the dials. Like, sure. Yeah. I was listening to that. That's fair. Go back. Fair. Go back. Exactly. <laughs> so that that's why it bothers me. But like I, for weird out, I would expect it. And I think because I did see that video um, of the one you apparently stole snuck, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one just, that I just straight up recorded for nine minutes. Yeah, um, surprised he didn't like smile at your camera. But anyway, uh, 
from what I saw though, like it was, it was very well done and obviously it was, it blended well. It sounded, it didn't sound out of place. Like there wasn't any awkward transitions cause you know, that's what he does. Right. And I don't think there was any awkward transitions at the, on the other medleys I saw by any means, but it just, I don't know. It's just, I guess when it's Personal not expected, preference. It's, right, yeah, it's yeah. just, I don't, I don't like it. Shine down. I, I think we've seen shine down. Do yeah. Medleys before too. Sort of. They're a little more weird with their medleys, but yes, exactly. But <laughs> similar context. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say it works for Weird Al, though. That is for yeah. sure. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. I I look forward to having another chance to see him in the future. I would I would see him just about any time. Like I said, that was one thing that I I kind of wish we would have got was just a little bit more of the polka accordion sound. Um, even even on just like a if he did like another quick medley, but just strictly did it with the polka stuff would have been cool. But beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> <laughs> I I suspect next time he comes around, maybe you'll maybe you'll get a chance to see that. Would you go see him again if he came through like next year? Yeah, I would. I would. All right, just curious. I, I don't know if I go to Milwaukee. It would really depend on how I was feeling, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would go see him again. He's it was it was surreal watching him just be as as good as he is now and sound exactly the same as I've remembered as after all these years. And the and that goes for the whole band. They're just they're and they've they played together for so long and been together for so long that they're they're just so tight as a group, a unit. It's it's really impressive. So yeah, I definitely recommend if you have a chance to go see Weird Al, uh, go do it. There you go. Another endorsement. Three weeks in a row of, of go see these guys <laughs> live endorsements. Yes. Not that Weird Al needed needed that, but right. he's getting it anyway. <laughs> yeah. And now we're broke. <laughs> You're right. 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 Pretty much. So if you're a Weird Al fan, let us know if you've seen him live and, and what your concert experience was, because it sounds like every single experience was quite different from any other experience before, which is is very unique. That's for sure. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening to the Itch podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. Until next time, let's get weird. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the Itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. You can call me out.